Chapter Eleven of Mother Stories by Maud Lindsay. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Greg Giordano. Chapter Eleven: The Giant Energy and the Fairy Skill. Motto for the Mother: Greatness is not always largeness. Help your child to understand. Strength and skill are happy comrades. Tis the mind must guide the hand long long ago when there were giants to be seen as they might be seen now if we only looked in the right place there lived a young giant who was very strong and very willing but who found it hard to get work to do the name of the giant was energy and he was so great and clumsy that people were afraid to trust their work to him if he were asked to put a bell in the church steeple he would knock the steeple down before he finished the work if he were sent to reach a broken weather vane, he would tear off part of the roof in his zeal. So at last people would not employ him, and he went away to the mountains to sleep. But he could not rest, even though other giants were sleeping as still as great rocks under the shade of the trees. Young Giant Energy could not sleep, for he was too anxious to help in the world's work, and he went down into the valley and begged so piteously for something to do that a good woman gave him a basket of china to carry home for her this is child's play for me said the giant as he set the basket down at the woman's house but he set it down so hard that every bit of the china was broken i wish a child had brought it for me answered the woman and the young giant went away sorrowful he climbed the mountain and lay down to rest but he could not stay there and do nothing so he went back to the valley to look for work there he met the good woman she had forgiven him for breaking her china and had made up her mind to trust him again so she gave him a pitcher of milk to carry home be quick in bringing it she said lest it sour on the way the giant took the pitcher and made haste to run to the house and he ran so fast that the milk was spilled and not a drop was left when he reached the good woman's house the good woman was sorry to see this although she did not scold and the giant went back to his mountain with a heavy heart soon however he was back again asking at every house isn't there something for me to do and again he met the good woman who was here there and everywhere carrying soup to the sick and food to the hungry when she met the young giant energy her heart was full of love for him and she told him to make haste to her house and fill her tubs with water for the next day was wash day then the giant made haste with mighty strides towards the good woman's house where he found her great tubs and lifting them with ease he carried them to the cistern and began to pump he pumped with such force and with so much delight that the tubs were soon filled so full that they ran over and when the good woman came home she found her yard as well as her tubs full of water the young giant had such a downcast look that the good woman could not be angry with him she only felt sorry for him go to the fairy's skill and learn said the good woman as she sat on the doorstep she will teach you and you will be a help in the world after all oh how can i go cried the giant giving a jump that sent him up over the treetops where he could see the little birds in their nests don't go so fast said the good woman stand still and listen go through the meadow and count a hundred daffodils then turn to your right and walk until you find a mullen stalk that is bent 
notice the way it bends and walk in that direction till you see a willow tree behind this willow runs a little stream cross the water by the way of the shining pebbles and when you hear a strange bird singing you can see the fairy palace in the workroom where the fairy skill teaches her school go to her with my love and she will receive you the young giant thanked the good woman stepped over the meadow fence and counted the daffodils one two three until he had counted a hundred then he turned to the right and walked through the long grass to the bent mullen stalk which pointed to the right and after he had found the brook and crossed by way of the shining pebbles he heard a strange bird singing and saw among the trees the fairy palace he never could tell how it looked but he thought it was made of sunshine with the glimmer of green leaves reflected on it and that it had the blue sky for a roof that was the palace and at one side of it was the workshop built of strong pines and oaks and the giant heard the hum of wheels and the noise of the fairy looms where the fairies wove carpets of rainbow threads when the giant came to the door the doorway stretched itself for him to pass through he found fairy skill standing in the midst of the workers and when he had given her the good woman's love she received him kindly then she set him to work bidding him sort a heap of tangled threads that lay in a corner like a great bunch of bright-colored flowers this was hard work for the giant's clumsy fingers but he was very patient about it the threads would break and he got some of them into knots but when fairy skill saw his work she said very good for to-day and touching the threads with her wand she changed them into a tangled heap again the next day the giant tried again and after that again until every thread lay unbroken and untangled then fairy skill said well done and led him to a loom and showed him how to weave this was harder work than the other had been but giant energy was patient although many times before his strip of carpet was woven the fairy touched it with her wand and he had to begin over at last it was finished and the giant thought it was the most beautiful carpet in the world fairy skill took him next to the potter's wheel where cups and saucers were made out of clay and the giant learned to be steady to shape the cup as the wheel whirled round and to take heed of his thumb lest it slip the cups and saucers that were broken before he could make beautiful ones would have been enough to set the queen's tea-table fairy skill then took him to the goldsmith and there he was taught to make chains and bracelets and necklaces and after he learned all these things the fairy told him that she had three trials for him three pieces of work he must do and if he did them well he could go again into the world for he would then be ready to be a helper there the first task is to make a carpet said fairy skill a carpet fit for a palace floor giant energy sprang to his loom and made his silver shuttle glance under and over under and over weaving a most beautiful pattern as he wove he thought of the way by which he had come and his carpet became as green as the meadow grass and lovely daffodils grew on it when it was finished it was almost as beautiful as a meadow full of flowers then the fairy said that he must turn a cup fine enough for a king to use and the giant made a cup in the shape of a flower and when it was finished he painted birds upon it with wings of gold when she saw it the fairy cried out with delight one more trial before you go she said make me a chain that a queen might be glad to wear so giant energy worked by day and by night and made a chain of golden links and in every link was a pearl as white as the shining pebbles in the brook a queen might well have been proud to wear this chain after he had finished fairy skill kissed him and blessed him and sent him away to be a helper in the world and she made him take with him the beautiful things which she had made so that he might give them to the one he loved best 
the young giant crossed the brook passed the willow found the mullein stalk counted the daffodils when he had counted a hundred he stepped over the meadow fence and came to the good woman's house the good woman was at home so he went in at the door and spread the carpet on the floor and the floor looked like the floor of a palace he set the cup on the table and the table looked like the table of a king and he hung the chain around the good woman's neck and she was more beautiful than a queen and this is the way that young giant energy learned to be a helper in the world end of chapter 11 recording by greg giordano newport ritchie florida